praise him in this place today. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Oh God, my Father. When people betray you, forsake you, God won't because of his faithfulness. And I'm so grateful that I know that to be true in my own personal life. Or else I would find myself friendless all the time. I thank God that I don't wear those feelings on my shoulder, for if I did, people would question my Christianity. So I know that God is faithful no matter what he allows us to go through. He is still faithful. Father God, I thank you for being faithful to me. I thank you for being faithful to us as a people. I thank you for being faithful to us as your children. I thank you that you have given us the opportunity to be a part of your team, God. And I am grateful. I am grateful that you saw fit to allow your son, Jesus, to die on the cross for my transgressions for our transgressions. God, we ask you to come into this room and just stay with us. Be with us, Father God. Let your Holy Spirit reign in this space, in this place where we worship, Father God. You are always welcome in my temple, in our temple, Father God. We thank you for the word that will go forth. And I pray, Lord, that it will go forth with power and might. It is in the matchless name of Jesus I pray. First, let me apologize to Deacon Aaron Wine. I guess in the midst of conversation, sometimes communication can sometimes get mixed up. I mentioned to her a couple of weeks ago that I want her to start preaching on Sundays, but I didn't mention a specific time frame to start, so I do apologize, but I'm glad that she was ready because just in case I couldn't be here, she was already prepared to go. And that's the way God is. He may call on us at any hour. So we have to be ready when he calls. Amen? Amen. So let me apologize. I didn't mean to uh, usurp or uh, overtake your particular message today. But God has given me something that I think is going to help all of us. And it definitely helped me when I was... Going over my message this morning, I was really in, uh, encouraged by it, uh, especially after the week that I've had. You know, last week was really hard, and the week before that was hard. But I know God is still faithful. Oh. And, you know, you can throw me under the bus all you want. If there's choices, then there's consequences. So I say thank you, God, for being faithful to me, and thank you all for uh, being faithful to this church. We really appreciate your support, your love, and your sacrifice that you are making and continuously make for this body of Christ. Amen? Amen. If you would please turn with me to the book of Romans, uh, chapter 12, and we're going to read verses 3 through 5. I initially chose 3, but then God said, no, 3 through 5. 
Romans chapter 12. And also, if you're wondering why this table is here, this is our makeshift altar. It's our prayer time. I know many times we come to the altar and we stand, but if you want to kneel, you can kneel in this space. And you can utilize this furniture, if you will, as a place to come and kneel in prayer. And leave it at the altar if you will. Romans chapter 12, verses 3 through 5. And I'll be reading from the NLT uh, version. And it reads, because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves. Measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. Just as our bodies have many parts, and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body, and we all belong to each other. And the Lord is a blessing to the reading, hearers, and doers of his word. You may be seated in his presence. Mm -hmm. We live in a, a culture of appearances. <clears throat> when it comes to the public, we love to portray a perfect picture of our lives. The photos that people post on social media and other websites often do not reflect their reality. Sometimes struggle looks like success. While on the other hand, success looks like struggle. Why? Because people are too busy trying to live up to somebody else's version of who they are. I say, be your authentic self. But in order to do that, we must admit to ourselves who we really are. brings me to my subject title, The Midnight Workout. The Midnight Workout. I always tell people, if you can't be honest with God, then you'll never be honest with yourself. The one person you can't pretend with or lie to is God. So why try to impress others? I say be more concerned with your character than your reputation because your character is what you really are. While your reputation is merely what others think you are. The true test of a person's character is what they do when no one is watching. I tell my son this all the time, character is doing the right thing when no one is watching. I say you can't hide from God, so why bother trying to fool other people? Most people don't realize that their true character is revealed in the details, in the seemingly 
trivial things. It's not what you say necessarily that matters, it's what you do. And it's how we act. And it's how we respond. That determines our core selves. That's what really matters. Sometimes we can respond so angrily to the most pettiest things that don't matter a hill of beans to God. When our focus should be on salvation and eternal life. I've heard people talk a mean game, but their walk is weak. People can be so transparent in other areas and in other areas so hidden because they don't want people to judge them or look at them as being a weakling. So what if I have on green socks with my purple shoes? What's it to you? If that's how I feel that day, if I'm gonna be tree treeing, that's what I'm gonna be doing. Now what if I mentioned that you had bad breath? Would you like a mint? See, some people can dish it out. <laughs> they, they good at dishing it out. They can give it the devil. But when it's their turn to receive, oh, you can't find them. Oh, they get their feelings hurt. If you can dish it and serve it, you better be able to eat it. So I say, what does your midnight workout look like? Hardships often prepare ordinary people for an extraordinary destiny. Doesn't mean God wants to beat us up. He is just trying to fix us up and prepare us for the greater grave. And I know we as a church, I know you're always hear me talking about building and you don't see any progress, you don't see many people coming, but I know what God has promised and just because it doesn't look like what we talk about doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. Every next level of our lives will demand a different version of ourselves. So every time we grow, there's change. Every time we move, there's change. Every time we change jobs, there's change. Every time we come into the habit of changing our lives, there's more change to come. Our jobs change. Our tasks change. Our schedules change. Our bodies change. We age. But it doesn't mean that God's faithfulness is not with us as we go through those changes. The only person and thing that doesn't change is God Amen. and his word. He said that heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will never fade or fail. Does your picture match your life? Does your life match your words? Does your persona really say who you are? Most often not. When was the last time you had a midnight workout? Can you remember the time you did a self-assessment? The person behind the portrait has to be the authentic you. You can't pretend. You can only pretend for so long. And then that portrait begins to reveal itself. Let the real photo shine as God gives you the grace. Don't be afraid to be who you are. People are gonna judge you regardless if you're good or bad. Right. 
if you're black or white, if you're tall or short, if you're rich or poor, if you're, it doesn't matter. People are gonna judge you regardless of who you are and what you try to do. So you may as well be real with yourself so that when they meet the authentic you, it's the real you. It's not this facade you've painted in their minds because I tell you, once they find out who you really are, they're either going to be disappointed or surprised. Which one would you prefer? When God has set aside something for you, it's for you. You don't have to pretend. You don't have to fake it until you make it. You don't have to fake things in order for God to create a life that's already predestined. Right. So it doesn't matter what people say or think. Amen. What do you think? And who does God say you are? As we build our spiritual lives, our natural lives will begin to measure up. Turn to 3 John 1 and 2. Third John 1 and 2. Somebody finds it, somebody can read it. Beloved, I wish above all things that you, that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospers. Hmm. So when your spirit is prospering, so will your natural lives. Amen. And as your spiritual lives prosper, then your natural lives will prosper. As your spiritual lives increase, so will your natural lives. As your spiritual lives measure up, so will your natural lives. So the thing of it is, is it doesn't matter what people say or think. Get yourself together to be the person they think you are. You don't have to pretend with people. I'll ask you today, are you really living an authentic life? How many people can say that? Most people can't. Most people hide who they really are for fear of being judged or rejected or mistreated or misunderstood. What's important to you? Is it important for you to be who you really are? Or will you continue to put up this facade and then when people find out who you really are, they may not necessarily appreciate you being deceptive. Yes, making our own decisions is a big responsibility. And we always have to keep in mind that with our choices, there are consequences. My question is, when you make the choice, are you ready to deal with the consequence? I'm let that sink in just for a few seconds. When you make the choice, are you ready to deal with the consequence? Before you make that choice, think it through. Think it through to the end, from the very beginning. Count up the cost. If I decide to do this, how many people will it affect? I say, think it through from beginning to the end and let God 
guide your steps. When we truly pair up with God's will and his promises, they will actually come true. But we must believe that he can. As impossible as things may seem right now, there is nothing impossible for God. If it's his will, it shall manifest in his appointed time, not ours. God oftentimes allows us the opportunity to get it right until he has to make it right for us. And I would rather get it right than God make me have to get it right. <laughs> we have to dig deep inside ourselves, though. And I know it can be hard and scary to really tap into your inner being and think about who you really are. But in order to heal, you must reveal to yourself in God who you truly are in order to move forward with your life. Why do we feel the way we feel? Why do we stop trying when we don't see quick results? We're not so microwavable until we can't slow cook like grits and make sure that when we are finished with the product that it's a done deal and we are ready to serve somebody. When God is ready for it to work, it'll work. But in the meantime, what will you do to prepare? Turn with me to Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 11. When you find it, somebody read it. One of the wisdom books. He has made everything beautiful in his time. Read that again. He has made everything beautiful in his time. One more time for the Holy Ghost. He has made everything beautiful in his time. He has made everything beautiful in whose time? Ours? In his time. And that's what we have to always keep in mind. If we want to be a better us, God will make sure that he perfects that in us. He will make us beautiful when it's time. He will make us to that point to where, to where we're supposed to go. He will get us there when we're supposed to get there. We will arrive at schedule. We are predestined already to be great men and women of God. Amen? My Lord, my Lord. So let God do his work. You do your assessment and then let God do the rest. Amen? Mm -hmm. The question for you today is how can we how can I be better? How can I be better? Not my neighbor. How can I be better? Let me not assess the speck in your eye when I got a big old log in mine. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Don't be a hypocrite. You can be Christian and not a hypocrite. Because I know a lot of hypocritical Christians. All right. They say one thing and they do another. Now, you know that girl got that short skirt on. That's just a shame. How you doing, baby? Come on over and give your... Mm-hmm. Tell her her skirt is too short. Tell her her dress is too tight. Tell him his pants are too tight. To where you can't breathe? To where you can't move? Don't 
talk about them. Go to them and say, hey, sister, hey, brother. I noticed X, Y, and Z. Is there something that I might be able to help you with? What about you? What if your hair is too blonde? What if your lips are too big? What if your shoes are too big? What if your head is too nappy? Can you be real with yourself? Can you take off the lipstick and the makeup and the earrings and the nail polish? Can you take off the watch and the rings and the necklace? Can you strip down to a bare minimum and still be the authentic you? Or does everything you put on define who you are? If you want love, then show love. If you want patience, then have patience. If you want forgiveness, then be forgiving. If you want kindness, then be kind. If you want a real friend, then be a real friend. Don't expect something that you're not willing to give. Will your good always come back? Yes, it will, because Galatians 69 says, so let's not get tired of doing what is good at just the right time. We're talking about timing. We will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. So don't give up. Keep plowing away at it. Amen. You will eventually get there if you don't give up. Will people treat you the way you treat them? Perhaps, perhaps not. But how will you return the favor? Will you take revenge or will you let God be vengeful? Vengeance is his. So you pray and you place that person in God's hands and you let God deal with them. God sees your efforts and that's what counts. So don't worry about if people don't respond to your kindness. Continue to be kind. Don't worry about if people don't respond to your love, continue to love others. Don't worry about when people mistreat you, don't mistreat them. Let God take care of your business. As creatures of culture, we have been conditioned to put on this facade. We give an impression of agreement, regardless of how agreeable we are. If it's not coming from a place of absolute truth, and sincerity, then it doesn't hold much weight. You can say I hear you, but never apply what you've heard. You can say I feel you, brother, I feel your sister, but never do what's required. In the long run, the effort to be anyone but yourself is counterfeit. Anybody ever got a hold of a counterfeit dollar? Didn't it make you mad when you realized you couldn't spend it? It was no good. Never forget that people hear what you say. They also watch what you do. And they, like me, are subject to believe what you do than what you say. At the end of the day, when you put on a front, the only person you are shortchanging is you.
Today, know that you have the power to step up to be a better you. Me too. To be a better achiever, to achieve those goals, those great things that God has already predestined for us to have. Yes, it's going to require some work. It may require some pruning, as First Lady did with our bread prepare or the crate myrtle yesterday. Some plucking, some tilling, and some stretching. This midnight workout is doing what is hard when no one is watching, when no one is looking. Are you really working on yourself? You know, I see a lot of people post things on Facebook about them working out. <laughs> but then when they finish the workout, they go eat this big old huge three-course meal. <laughs> well, they ain't working out at all. They just want people to see them, see them, see them at the gym, but not see them working out. I love those photos. I just get a kid. I'm like, yeah, I see you at the gym, but are you working out? And what are you working on? Because I don't see no results. But we're going to the gym every day. Hello, somebody. I'm just saying. People, they, they hear what you say, but they also watch what you do. So be careful that what you say matches what you do. Because I guarantee you, people are looking to point the finger. Mm-hmm, I told you. I told you that deacon wasn't no good. I tried to warn you about that deacon. Not you, deacon. I'm just saying. Feel some kind of way about that. But we have to always remember that we have to work on ourselves constantly and be a better us. So that when, when we present ourselves to the public, they will believe what we say. Because I guarantee you they're going to watch what you do. Let's work on improving our selves this week. Amen. Let's work on that that core. Let's let's have that that midnight workout with God in prayer and yeah. with his word and, and by faith we'll all get there. Let us continue to work on our relationship with God and others. Our personal relationships, our spouses, and with our friends and our co-workers. Let's continue to work on those relationships as we continue to work on this temple, the body, the spiritual body. Then we let us also work on the physical body, the natural body. The body of Christ will come together one day. I say, what will your part of the body look like? As much as we like to think that we are all good and fine and great, we all have work to do, amen? We're all evolving to be better people, amen? So no one is there yet, but we're striving to get there, and that's the key. As long as we're making progress to get there, that's what matters. I've seen mama come to church. I've seen her come and, and, and sit on that front row and barely <clears throat> fall asleep. Not because we were worried. Because mom was going through a change. She was tired. She wasn't feeling good. She wasn't feeling good. I see her go from sleeping in church 
to clapping her hands, to waving her hands, to rocking and singing, mind you. Because she's getting better. She's improving her life. She's getting the word that she needs. She's getting the communication, the community, the interaction with people that she wants. We love her. And we love to see her come to church. And when I was visiting her, that was fellowship. I was bringing the church to her. I take the church to a lot of people on Sunday. I take the church to my brother-in-law who doesn't go to church anymore because his community kicked him out. That's a shame. That's a shame. Judas didn't kick Jesus out. And, Judas, and Jesus didn't kick Judas out. Judas left on his own. Because he wanted to trade one. So I say, let's do a self-assessment this week. Find out who we really are in Christ. We can't judge folks. Everybody falls short. I was watching the NAACP Image Awards last night. Denzel said, you fall down seven times, you get up eight. Doesn't matter how many times you fall, as long as you get up. Stay in the fight. Trust that God has it all worked out. Our jobs are to walk it out. Trust God in the process. Trust God with the process. And the only way to get through is to go through the process. So we can all come out on the other side unharmed. But change for the better. Are we going to be better people this week? This message was for me. Because I could have cut a, a, a few people loose this week because I was thrown under the bus by people who are jealous of me because I keep excelling on the job. It's not me. It's God who has already predestined me to win wherever I go. And as long as I stay humble, and as long as I'm my authentic self, not trying to be somebody else, I don't know how to be that person. God will bless me. God will keep me, such as he will for you. He has no respect of a person. We're all special in his eyes. Every single person. So I say, let's get to work at midnight. Some people can do that at midnight. <laughs> Some people will sleep at midnight. <laughs> but whatever your midnight looks like, get to working out. Amen? Father God, we thank you for the word today, God. We thank you for the blessing that you have bestowed upon us. We thank you for the opportunity to be better people. We ask you, oh God, to help us throughout this week, Lord God, to reach out to that person, to help them be better as we we thank you, O oh God, for travel mercies to and from this place. And we ask you, O oh God, oh God, to continue to be with us and nurture us and help us and protect us and cover us, cover our, our children, cover our sons and daughters. Help them, Father God. Help us help them and then help them to help themselves. Help us be better people as we go throughout our week. Reaching one as we teach one, as we introduce one to your son, Jesus the Christ. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.